Yes and is a mantra that can be applied to every aspect of your life. These two words are ground zero for all creativity. These two words will help you shut down fear. These two words can change your life if you'll let them. Yes, I'm serious. And this podcast is on a mission to show you how. I'm Judy Holler, the host of Yes And. If Dr. Dre and Amy Poehler had a baby, um, that would basically be me. Listen, if you're looking for a no BS approach to life, business, and your mental health, then you are in the right place. So welcome to Yes And, where we smash comfort zones and navigate the unscripted stage of everyday life together. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 58. If you immediately want to transform the quality of your life, if you want to activate yourself, if you want to tap into something bigger than yourself, if you want to live with more intention, if you want to increase your net worth, well, then you must become savage, savage in your quest to own your mornings. Today, I'm going to take you behind the scenes and share with you my morning ritual. It is something I call my million dollar mornings. I really believe my morning practice and my morning rituals have helped me build a seven-figure business, and most importantly, seven-figure self-worth. I'm going to share exactly what I do, how I do it, and how I've built that morning routine and those morning rituals over time. Morning rituals are so deeply personal. So I am always going to encourage you to do you. Yet this episode, really the intention is to give you a toolbox of resources, a list of new ideas, and most importantly, the encouragement to start something for yourself because it's in the starting that real, true, rich transformation begins. So I'm going to lead this episode with a little gratitude before we go any further. And I have to say, I am so grateful for you listening to the show, sharing the show with your friends, and most importantly, reviewing the show on iTunes. Every review is so important and it's so meaningful for the work we're doing every single week here on the Yes And Show. And because you leave a review on iTunes, you might just qualify to be the next Fear Boss of the Week. Each week, I scan the reviews. Sometimes I pick the latest and greatest, and sometimes I go back into the archives. Regardless, every week I pick one of you and send you a fear boss package in the mail for leaving a review on iTunes. And this week it's a crocker 34. I went back all the way to June 19th and she writes positivity, realness, and lightheartedness. I saw Judy at a conference in Denver and I started following her on Instagram and now have come across her podcast. She is fun, funny, lighthearted, and extremely positive with all the things going on in the world. She brings a positive vibe and dialogue with it all. Oh, 
So a crocker 34. Thank you so much for that awesome review. Make sure you do me a favor. Come over and see me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Give me your best mailing address, or you can email me anytime at hello at judyholler.com. And I will get a little fear boss swag bag out in the mail to you. And if you want to be our next fear boss of the week, all you got to do is leave a review on iTunes. It's that easy. So if there is one thing that has changed everything for me, it is owning, owning (laughs) my morning, which is why I protect it at all costs. My morning routine begins actually uh, the night before the morning, right? So before I go to bed, my morning routine for the next day actually starts. And this may surprise you and don't worry, I'm going to break it all down. But first, let's talk about arousal. Okay, not that kind of arousal for your boss, maybe in a future show, but for now, I'm talking about arousal in the form of activation, right? And the activation of energy specifically. There is a book called Awakening the Brain. And in that book, the author explains that most of the time we are somewhere between two states, the state of hyper arousal and then the state of hypo arousal. So hyper arousal is the state where your nervous system is basically on fleek, right? Things are kicked in and you're sort of like in this fight or flight response mode. You are stimulated. Your heart is pumping really fast and you're emotions are sharp and you're reactive. I mean, you are awake and alert and ready for battle. Now, hypo arousal is clearly the exact opposite, right? It is when you are detached, disassociated, lethargic, unengaged, and zoned out. In order to thrive and to activate the most enlightened part of your being, of yourself, of your soul, you must avoid constantly hitting hyper and hypo arousal by self-regulating. See, if you are always hyper aroused, you're going to burn out. And if you are only hypo aroused, you won't get shit done. So we need to regulate. We need to find balance. We need to live in that place of balance most of the time. And there's no better way to do that than by really taking seriously the management of your energy. So first, there are three things I want you to consider as we think about managing, like really, truly effectively managing your energy. Number one, you need to realize that Willpower, willpower, which is what most of us rely on, it's finite and it runs out because it requires energy. This is why at 5 p.m. you're exhausted and all you want to do is slam a glass of wine because you've exhausted all your energy, i.e. willpower throughout the day by making decisions and doing things all day long. So your willpower has drained itself, right? Number two, I want you to think about the way around this. It is by automating as many processes as you can so you can free up your brain power so it's saved for the most important things, the things you really need your energy for. So if you know you have this knowledge, you now know that willpower is finite. It runs out. It loses steam, right? So if you know that that's a thing, how can you automate as much as you can so that you're conserving energy throughout the day? This is, for example, 
things like meal prepping and laying out your workout clothes. These are examples of ways you can automate processes in your life to consume energy for yourself throughout the day. The third thing to consider as we think about managing our energy, okay, so we know that willpower is finite, Number that's number one. Number two, uh, the way around that is by automating as much as you can, which is great. Uh, number three, to make a change, to make real change, you need a cue, a reward, a routine, and enough repetition to make it feel automatic. We're going to talk about that. And number four, you need to self-regulate throughout the day in order to protect your energy so you don't blow it all in the morning and then make bad decisions at night. So I want to put two scenarios in front of you, and I'm curious where you see yourself right now. Which scenario are you living in most days? So in the first scenario, you wake up to your phone alarm, which is right by your bed because that's where you charge it, and you immediately snooze it, not once but twice. Eventually you get up, but before you get out of bed, you open up Instagram to see if you got any new likes on your last post. And while you're there, you glance at your email, which instantly puts you in a bad mood because you see a snarky email from a vendor that you work with. You finally decide to get out of bed, but you're feeling groggy because you had a little too much wine last night and you didn't sleep well. So you go straight to the coffee machine, which motivated you to get out of bed in the first place. And instead of easing into the day, you slam into it by turning on the news, scrolling through social, eating a huge carb-filled breakfast and checking your email. You're running around like crazy trying to figure out what to wear when to shower, and if you have kids, you're trying to get those human beings ready for their day as well. And by the time 10 o'clock rolls around, you've depleted half of your energy and already need a nap. You're hangry, irritable. You already snapped at your spouse. You're feeling overwhelmed. And to make it better, you grab that chocolate long john in the break room because you just need a sugar hit to make it to lunch. And lunch, which you skip, by the way, because your calendar is filled with back-to-back meetings and you're behind on work projects. And it goes on and on like this all day. And by the time five o'clock rolls around, you can't think straight and you have nothing left to give. And the only thing that will make any of it better is a big, juicy, jumbo-sized glass of wine. Any of that sound familiar? If you feel like you can relate to that scenario, don't worry. You're not alone. I've been there. And the exciting part is you can get out of that place. You just need to start building new habits and to begin training for this new lifestyle. Listen, you don't just sign up for a marathon and go run it. You sign up for the marathon and you train for the race. And if you want to consider your life a little bit the same way, you're essentially training for the race of your life. And that begins by building habits that last. And it always, always starts the moment you open your eyes and wake up in the morning. Now, let's take a look at scenario number two, uh, at someone who is in training, someone who is building and working on a new morning ritual to amplify and activate the quality of their life. 
In scenario number two, you wake up to an alarm that is ideally not your phone. And if it is your phone, it's on the other side of the room or charging in the bathroom. We're waking up fresh. You're not hungover because you've had an awesome night's sleep. So you reward yourself with a fresh pot of coffee. But first, you make a lemon water to help with digestion while that coffee is brewing. You take that lemon water to your meditation area and turn on your favorite app and meditate for five minutes. Then you open up a book or an affirmation card deck and spend five more minutes with your mind candy. You still haven't looked at your phone or the news or social media, and you certainly haven't looked at your email yet. You've laid out your workout clothes the night before, and you've already meal prepped your breakfast so you know exactly what you're going to eat in the morning. And if you have kids, their lunches are packed and everyone is still sleeping because you've set your alarm 30 minutes early to get up and enjoy the calm before the storm. Once you get to work, you keep your distractions at a minimum and you get your most important work done first. You set up an hourly alarm on your phone to remind you to breathe and you keep healthy snacks on your desk to monitor and stabilize your blood sugar. You also hold boundaries because there's only so much of you to go around and you do not treat everybody else's requests as an emergency. You stop drinking caffeine by noon. You try to go for walks over your lunch break with your favorite podcast and you keep your phone on do not disturb while working so you can stay focused on your tasks at hand. By the time five o'clock rolls around, you're tempted to go hit happy hour, but instead you decide to hit a spin class or do some yoga and cook a yummy dinner with your family to take your mind off the possibility of making bad choices. You enjoy your evening with your family, your kids, and before you go to bed, you grab your Vibe and Thrive Planner, wink, wink, and plan out the next day so you can sleep with ease and reduce anxiety. Once you're in your bedroom, you charge your phone across the room and set the alarm, then get into bed with a good fiction book and wind down to sleep. Okay, so which one sounds more like you, right? Did one of those scenarios hit a nerve? Which one feels better? Which one do you think transforms the quality of your life? Which one do you think will increase your net worth? (laughs) This scenario idea, those two scenarios I just shared with you is 100% why I became obsessed with goal-focused planning and 100% why I made mental health and morning routines a huge part of the daily process in our Vibe and Thrive Planner because you must manage your energy. Listen, I was living most of my life in scenario number one all the time, right? That is how I functioned maybe not all the time, but most of the time, like 80% of the time I was reacting to the rest of the world. And then no wonder I wasn't getting anything done. And I was exhausted and stressed out and irritable and crabby and crazy busy. The second I realized that I could make that change, that I could self-regulate, that I didn't have to roll my eyes at scenario number two and think easy for her to say that that was another way fear was trying to stop me from living my best life. I was then able to get to work and do the hard work of training for the race that I want to run, which is my life, which is an activated life, which is a life lived on my own terms. Is that easy? No, but is it important? Fuck yes. 
So you have to self-regulate and you must automate as many things as you can. So they start to become like second nature. I mean, you don't think twice about brushing your teeth or driving. It's an automated process that was built into a habit over time with repetition. So we need to think the same exact way about goals and most certainly our morning routines. Listen, if you want to learn more about the Vibe and Thrive Planner, the Vibe and Thrive Lifestyle, the Vibe and Thrive Masterclass, all of that, um, you can click the link in the show notes. We're going to link up to everything so you can learn more about our next masterclass. We have one opening in the spring, April 2021. Of course, my planner is uh, the love of my life. It is something I've created for you that I have been wanting to create for the longest time. And I really, truly believe it is something that can absolutely transform the quality of your life. Because the bottom line is this, your vibe, i.e. your energy directly affects your ability to thrive, i.e. your net worth, your success, the quality of your life. And it all begins when the day begins. So if you are living in scenario number one, you will remain stressed out, sick, exhausted, overwhelmed, and crazy busy. And if you are brave enough to reach out for scenario number two, you will change your life, period. So let me break it down for you. I'd love to take you behind the scenes and share with you my morning routine to get you thinking. So number one, plan ahead. My morning routine actually begins the night before. I go into my Vibe and Thrive Planner and I schedule out the next day. I add in my calls, my appointments, and then I time block out all of my priorities. Remember, goals are our boundaries, right? They make sure you get what you need while taking care of the rest of the world. Because of course we have to uh, go to the dentist and pay our taxes and take care of the kids and pick them up from school and help our spouse out, all that stuff. I am not suggesting that you live a selfish life. Yet goals can help you set boundaries with your life and your time. And planning out your day the night before is important for a couple of reasons. Number one, it will allow you to sleep better because you're not gonna think about work. You've just put it all on paper and you can put it down, right? It also will reduce your anxiety because now you've got a plan down on paper and out of your head. It will also give you a game plan for the morning, which, oh, by the way, is an automated process already done. So you don't wake up in the morning wasting energy planning out your day. Remember, willpower is finite. We're going to run out. So as much as we can do the night before to make sure that we're set up for the morning, you're already ahead of the game. Number two, I will even prep the coffee machine, cut my lemon for my lemon water and prep what I'm having for breakfast, lay out my workout clothes, like all that stuff the night before. Again, all automated processes so I don't waste my energy in the morning. Okay, so usually I'm asleep between 10 and 11 p.m. And then most days I wake up between 6 and 7 a.m. My goal is to always try and get a good, juicy eight hours of sleep, no less than seven. 
Number four, I use my iPhone sleep timer. So my phone goes on do not disturb from 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. This is a magical little function on your iPhone, by the way. It blacks out all of your apps, right? So that you're not tempted to reach for the Instagram. And one of my uh, big goals, my little fear experiment for the month of February is to do no social, no iPhone, no email, no Twitter, no Clubhouse, none of it, no TikTok, none of it after 8 p.m. And then my phone comes back online at 7 a.m. and it's been magical. So that's number four. Number five, I also at night make sure my phone is charging across the room so it's not in reach, right? It's not next to my bed. And I actually have to physically get up and turn my alarm off in the morning. Okay, now we're in the morning. I've woken up. This is number six. The first thing I do is make an eight ounce coffee mug filled of hot water and I squeeze a lemon into it. This is magical because it's a detoxifier and it flushes your liver. It also has a calming effect and it triggers a signal for me that my morning is starting to begin. Number seven, I take that lemon water into my basement, which is where I have my little meditation space set up in my uh, gym area. So I sit on like a folded blanket. uh, I light a candle and I do a five to 10 minute meditation. So I'll either use the Calm app or Nick Ortner's tapping solution for a guided experience. I'll put all of this in the show notes, Uh, but I have loaded this on my iPad, which has no cell plan. So I'm not tempted to look at my iPhone. P.S. Sidebar, uh, if you're curious about my meditation area, uh, you don't need to go crazy here. Maybe it's in your closet because you don't have the space or you don't have the privacy. Maybe you are lucky enough to have a whole meditation room like my aunt does. It's magical. Maybe uh, you do your meditations in your bed, but pick a spot and make it your place. Remember, We're trying to automate as much as we can. We want to save our willpower uh, because it's finite and it runs out. So if you're making a bunch of decisions in the morning, I'm like, where am I going to meditate today? It's going to stress you out and take away some of that willpower in your bank. So pick a place and stick to it. This will help with automating that process and it will create a trigger. For me, that lemon water, the second I get that lemon water going, it's a trigger that next up is meditation. My meditation space also has oracle cards. I use them from time to time for guidance. I'll link up in the show notes to my favorites. It's got some crystals, candles. I've got a picture of my grandma and grandpa holding my dad from like the depression area. I love to sit with my spirit guides and my grandma has always had this profound effect on me spiritually and personally. And I always love to sit with that photo because it reminds me if they can get through those hard times, I can get through these hard times. So sit with your spirit guide, someone who has passed, someone that you miss. So I have this really old, timey, beautiful black and white photo of them in my meditation space. And I've got other little trinkets kind of scattered around that like calm me and inspire me. Okay. So number eight, after I meditate, I read an affirmation or something positive or a few pages out of a, an uplifting personal development book that I'm working through. And I do this for about 10 minutes. So Holly Whitaker, who wrote a badass book called quit like a woman. It's a book all about, uh, alcohol-free living, she calls this mind candy, which I love. So once I've meditated, I make sure I get a little mind candy. Then number nine, 
I go upstairs and I make my coffee and the coffee is my reward. Remember, to make a change, you need a cue, a routine and a reward and enough repetition to make it feel automatic. So in this scenario, in my morning routine scenario, the cue is my alarm going off. The routine is my lemon water and my meditation. The reward is my coffee and I repeat it daily to form and build the habit. Remember, I'm a marathoner in training, in training for my life, right? We don't have to have it perfect. We just have to get it going. Okay, so number 10, with my coffee in hand, I head into my office and I turn on a vibey Spotify playlist. I'll light a candle and get into my Vibe and Thrive Planner and I begin filling out those mental health prompts for the day. Remember, I've already planned out my day the night before. So this work in the morning is an extension of my morning routine and one I cannot live without, especially my 10 I am power statements, which are a part of the morning vibe check in the Vibe and Thrive Planner. Number 11, then I get into my day and the first project of my day, I do my most important work in the morning. We know that your energy depletes, right, as the day goes on, and you will exercise willpower throughout the day by making decisions and doing all the hard things you have to do all day long. So get your most important work done first, then save your afternoon for your low vibe sort of tactical tasks. So if you are a creative entrepreneur or an entrepreneur working for yourself like me, uh, my morning time, my most critical time looks like this. It is me writing. It is me thinking. It is me reading, researching, making all the things that need to get made in my business. It's me breaking for lunch. And then in the afternoon, doing email, sitting in meetings, taking calls, working on budgets, et cetera, et cetera. Now, maybe you're a sales manager and you're working in corporate America and you have a team, whatever. When I was doing that, my mornings looked like doing my most important work in the form of prospecting and designing sales presentations and calling clients and making pitches. All of this I did in the morning when I was the most high vibe. And then in the afternoon, I would uh, participate in the, the team meetings and get into my email and do my expense reports, yada, yada, yada. The goal, the goal is to do your most important work first. And that's it. That is my million dollar morning, even though we know it begins the night before. I plan out my day the night before bed. I wake at 6 a.m. I slam a lemon water. I meditate for five minutes. I do some mind candy affirmations. I make my coffee. I fill out my day in the Vibe and Thrive Planner. I fill out all those prompts. And then I start my day with my first creative project. And the whole thing takes 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Listen, if you have kids, set your alarm, wake up earlier, work with your partner, do it before the rest of the world wakes up. And I want you to notice in everything I just shared with you, there is no technology in that equation. No email, no Instagram, no text messaging, no phone, no news. I do not pick it up. You are the CEO of your life. So it's time to start 
acting like it. And when you own your morning, you own your day. And guess what happens when you own your days? You own your life. And this, this is how you make real change happen. So a few final ideas for your toolbox uh, to get you thinking, because things are going to pop up and you'll be tested. And sometimes you'll need to reset your vibe in order to protect your energy. So here's how I do that throughout the day. I will, number one, take vibe checks throughout the day. These are like little breathing breaks once an hour for about a minute. You can set your timer on your iPhone so that when it goes off, it prompts you to take a breath, three breaths in, or just to sit and breathe and close your eyes for a minute. So I do this about once an hour and it's magical. You can also uh, do hourly dance breaks. I have been known to do this, put on a good nineties, hip hop, vibey Spotify playlist and dance it out. Try it. You may just like it. (laughs) Number two, keep healthy snacks around and on your desk to amp your blood sugar without reaching for that caffeine or that afternoon donut in the office. Number three, speaking of caffeine, watch it. It has a half-life, so it's in your system for 10 hours. So a best practice here is to not have any caffeine afternoon. Number four, time block in your calendar. In our Vibe and Thrive calendar, we help you do that. It's designed from a time blocking perspective. But what this is all about is it's about batching tasks and challenging you to do the harder tasks that require lots of focus. The most important tasks first thing in the morning when your brain juice is fired up. Number five, put your phone on do not disturb and turn your computer notifications off so you can stay focused. Number six, if you have a door to your office, close it. Put a sign on it or cover a windowed office door. I have like these French doors at the front of my house. So I put up blackout shades and When those blackout shades are up, my family knows that I'm in the zone and I am not to be interrupted, right? So can you close your door, put a sign up that says, don't bother me. I am working on my priorities or something fun or put up some blackout shades so you can stay in the zone. The bottom line is this. You can start your day in chaos, in response mode, in your phone and in your email, reacting to everybody else's priorities or... You can start your day with clarity and focus and on your own terms with a ritual and rituals that will set you up for success and keep you healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally. I mean, the choice is always yours. The question is, how badass do you want your life to be and how brave are you prepared to be in order to go get it? A morning routine will guarantee that you amplify the quality of your life. Okay, Fear Boss, I hope you loved this show as much as I loved making it for you. Talk to me on Instagram, send me a DM and let me know what you think about this episode. What was your favorite idea? What was the biggest takeaway for you? And I'd love to know, oh, by the way, what are you doing in your morning ritual and in your morning routine that is a million dollar habit that you've got to share with me? I wanna hear all the things. I love hearing from you. I love seeing your posts. So keep them coming. And you can always send an email to me at hello at judyholler.com with your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. And thank you for sharing this podcast with your buds. Until next week, keep saying yes and stay brave. 
If you've been riding with me for a while, you know I'm all about the unapologetic woman, a woman who trusts herself, her intuition, and her strength, and a woman who knows what she's capable of, and a woman who consciously challenges herself daily. And this requires courage, right? But if you want to break barriers and call out bullshit in your life, you've got to be unapologetic. So if all that sounds good, you're going to love The Unapologetic Woman by Pyle Berry, who is a part of the Soul Fire family. She's on our podcast network. So if you're looking for a new podcast, you've got to check out Pyle Berry and The Unapologetic Woman. She knows the journey to discovering herself all too well, and she's sharing all of her epiphanies that led her to this moment in her life right now with you. So join her every week to align with who you are, develop your knowing, and emerge as the unapologetic leader you're called to be.